Hey sisters, today's episode is just a fun bonus episode for you. Me and a few of my amazing friends have been having mom conversations, just various conversations about our lives, how to find God, how to see God. This episode is where can I find God in the messy middle of motherhood? It's just been really fun to connect with these amazing women. And so we're sharing the audios and we're putting them on our different platforms. So I think you would really find value in this, whether you have young kids or even I spoke to having older kids, but enjoy. I hope that it adds value to you and your day. And if you want to hear more, let me know. I'm going to just be posting these occasionally because we're streaming them in each other's groups. So this is the one that actually was funny. It got streamed into the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group by my friend Katie, even though it was supposed to go on hers. We have had a time with technology. So if you didn't get to hear it in the group, then enjoy it here. Hey, sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. Welcome to the second official Moms in the Middle talk. We are a bunch of Jesus-loving mamas rocking our messy buns, smack dab in the messy middle of motherhood. We are absolutely going to be talking about that tonight. We've got some stories to share with you, mamas. Oh my gosh. Some real life, hashtag real life relatable stories, right girls? Yes. 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 (laughs) No words. (laughs) No words. Good stuff coming your way tonight. So just quickly to recap, and then we'll jump right into the content tonight. We've got Ashley who hosts the So She Grows podcast, Michelle, host of the Set Free Sisterhood podcast, Katie May. She is the host of the Marriage Empowered Facebook group, Ryan, host of the Wellness and the Word podcast, Kristen, who's not with us tonight, but she's part of this awesome Moms in the Middle group. She hosts the Holistic Hearts podcast and myself, Katie Lynn. I'm the host of the Stepping Into a Joy-Filled Life podcast. And we are so stinking excited to be here with you guys tonight. We are talking about where can I find God in the messy middle of motherhood? So I got to start this off with a story. We just got back from vacation. My husband and I were celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary in Door County, Wisconsin, which was so much fun. And while we were up there, (laughs) Ryan posted on Facebook, a picture of her purse open wide with, I think it was a giant stick inside of it. (laughs) Girl, what was that about? That's why I texted and said, tell me you're a boy mom without telling me you're a boy mom. I don't know. A a three-year-old just, you know, (laughs) sticks in mom's purse. 
I love carries sticks everywhere. And I'm like, dude, you can't take that into like anywhere you want. <laughs> I loved it so much. We were sitting in the car, like we were headed out to a nice dinner when you posted that. And I'm not kidding, girls. I almost posted a picture. I looked in the console of my car. It's baseball season over here for my boys. I've got an older daughter and two younger boys. Baseball season for the boys. There is a pair of... <laughs> little boy underpants and an athletic cup sitting right there in the console of my car. And I'm like, Ryan girl, here's my, I'm a boy mom without saying I'm a boy mom. (laughs) Picture, right. So then we got home from our trip just late last night. And today has been a combination of my kids being perfect little angels and total massive chaos. In fact, I had to go step outside for a while and just like breathe and pray because it felt so messy today. Can you girls relate to that? Yes. Yes, definitely. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Ashley, I'm handing this over to you girl because I feel like you have got to share what has been going on in your messy middle of motherhood life. (laughs) I don't even know. I would, uh, there's so much to say and y'all saw this. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I posted about this because there were just no words. But um, basically over the weekend or actually just yesterday, um, it started with us having to go to a birthday party, which should have been like a normal trip to the park, like no big deal. But we drove 40 minutes to a park where there wasn't a party. As soon as we walked up, I realized and we were already busy in the morning, you know, church and all the things. And so then, you know, we're like rushing to this party. And then I'm, I walk up onto the grounds of the playground and I like immediately, do you know when you like get that feeling where you're like, you don't even need to look around. You just know you're in the wrong place. Like, you know, it's not right. Immediately. Like I, I was like, I stopped dead in my tracks and I told my husband, I was like, we're in the wrong place. And he was like, he just stopped dead in his tracks. And he was like, and I, and I was just like, I mean, it was just one of those moments where you're just like, please, like, you don't even need to say words. I don't even know. But we decided to get in the car. We're like, okay, we haven't seen these people in forever. We're going to show up. We want to support them. Um, they really wanted us to come. They've been trying to get us together, like our toddlers together forever. So I was like, we got to make the effort. We got to make the effort. So we like, we got everybody back in the car, loaded up, drove 40 minutes in the opposite direction to go to the park that was near us the entire time. Um, and then we showed up there and they were like, oh yeah, another guest showed, was there and she was like, oh yeah, they left because they said it got really hot. So at that point, our kids are already have been in the car. I'm like, let them play, whatever. Okay. So fast forward, I leave my husband with the kids and this is where it gets insane. This is where things just take off. And you know that like, there's no turning back. I don't even know. Um, I leave my husband with the kids, which he's fully capable. I trust him. I know that he can do this. Like we, it's not uncommon, right? I so, love the like, caveat. I, <laughs> I just, I'm laughing at Katie May's face. She's like, <laughs> I, I mean, it. yeah. Cause you already know what's coming. Right. So like, um, I leave to go to the grocery store. First I go to pick up my kids camp shoes. Like I'm gone maybe two hours max. Okay. So uh-huh. I am, I am shopping. I get a call from my husband. He's like, Hey babe, like our dog is, is throwing up everywhere. She's having diarrhea everywhere. I think something's wrong. I'm going to keep an eye on her. I don't know what's going on. I, no, wait, scratch that. Scratch that. Okay. Before this, my husband was mowing the lawn. There's so much stuff that happened y'all. My husband was mowing the lawn with our toddler on his lap and he can't put him down for a nap usually very well. So he's like, I'll just have him on the riding lawn mower with me. Um, 
you know, out doing my thing. And so then our toddler falls asleep. My husband goes to transfer him from his lap to his bed. And he, he feels like he's kind of wet in his lap, right? Like his, the, our toddler's wet. He's kind of wet. And he's like, oh my gosh, it was just because it's so hot. We're sweaty. He goes to change my toddler's diaper in our bed. Of all places, he decides we have a white duvet. He's like, oh, I'll just change our toddler on our bed. As soon as he opens it, he realizes our toddler had a blowout, like a runny, poopy blowout. Like, so then he, what he tells me is he did diaper changing jujitsu, grabs him from like one leg, is carrying him now upside down. So our toddler's no longer asleep. Now he's just hanging upside down. He's like trying to find the wipes because he didn't grab them. <laughs> so then he's like trying to find the wipes, realizes that now what is on his lap is not just like wetness of sweat. <laughs> it's like wetness of like nasty right and so then uh, so he's like trying to wipe up my toddler trying to clean himself off I come home the shorts are in the trash right so um so toddler gets clean our dog starts vomiting starts pooping and that at that point is when he calls me and he's like hey like you might need to come home I'm at the grocery store not even done yet right so he's like I don't know I'm gonna call the vet see what's going on I'm gonna put her outside because she already got sick all over the RV which I've set, shared before, if you haven't heard our story, we're in an RV, which is not ideal in the, in the first place, right? So there's dog poop. There's lots of poop going on, okay? So then he puts the dogs outside. He's watching her outside on the steps of the RV. Like, he's 10 feet from the kids. Um, <laughs> I can hear my toddler at the door right now. Um, and so he's on the steps, watching our dog, making sure she's okay, giving her water, hosing her down because she's got poop all over herself. Meanwhile, our kids are in the RV. Like he put our toddler that was is now clean with our two older ones to watch a show. I guess at some point while my husband was outside, our toddler got down, decided to go brush his teeth in the RV sink, stuck a toothbrush in the drain, ran the water, left the water running, then got down, and turn on the shower and left that running. And if y'all don't know how an RV works, it's like having a gallon jug of milk that's empty, you know, a gallon jug that's empty and filling it with a hose of water and then just never turning the hose off. Except this jug has all the contents of the poop and the pee from everybody using it this week up until the last previous time that we've emptied it, y'all. So bad. It's oh so gosh, bad. I, so I'm already coming home because I thought something was going on with our dog. I was like, okay, I'm coming. I checked out. I was like, cause one of us is going to have to take the dog to the vet. Right. On my way home. He's like, she stopped throwing up. She's her breathing has calmed down. I think she's okay. Um, I think maybe she just ate something, but then uh, upon reaching the RV, like I didn't even need to step into it. I just walked up to it and I was just hit with like a smell. And I was like, oh, babe. No. I was like, babe, what happened? Y'all, the whole time, our kids were just laying in the bed, still watching a show. Our <laughs> oldest, too. I was like, how do you guys not know what's going on? We had a conversation about being aware after that and, like, how they could have helped daddy in the process. And, like, hey, like, you didn't realize that there were, like, multiple fires going on around you. Daddy was, like, freaking out. And you guys were just watching a show. Oh, I had no idea. Because And I asked them, I was like, hey, did you guys know what all happened? And they're like, mm, like... It was messy. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so it smells like immediately upon walking into the RV, up to the RV, you're just hit with a stench of like poop. Oh, and so God. I'm like, so my, I walk up and I'm like, what happened? And my husband's like, 
it flooded. Like it flooded. He's like, I underestimated how much damage a toddler could do. Um, oh and I'm like, uh, yeah. So, and I was like, what do you like waters everywhere? And he's, and I was, so I was like, Oh, like, okay. Just the water from the sink and the shower. And then that's when I realized how he made me realize like um, in an RV, it doesn't go like, it's not like a house where it's just draining constantly. Right. It's, it's that now all this stuff uh, got backed up. Our tank is 60 gallons. So that means that he, my toddler filled up 60 gallons worth and whatever of that was waste that came into our RV. So the carpets are ruined. Like, I mean, I've been bustling, like steamy, like everything to the carpets all day today. Oh, it isn't girl. in there though. <laughs> Do you own the RV or are you renting it? No, we own it. So, and, and I was, I I'm renovating it or I had started renovating it and then we needed to move into it. And so, um, that I was going to say, throw it away, throw <laughs> yeah. the RV away, burn that sucker to the ground. I know. Um, buy a new <laughs> RV, girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to toss it anyways. Right. So we've been in it too long, but, um, so, okay. It doesn't stop there. So, you know, okay, we go into, luckily we're bl so blessed that we have this barn on the property. That's like 600 square feet. Y'all I'm shiny because I'm sweaty because this morning we woke up, the barn is air conditioned. Thank the Lord. Our air conditioner broke. So, <laughs> and so I woke up and I was like, man, it's kind of warm in here. And I thought maybe it's just this Texas weather, like AC couldn't catch up. It already got so hot so soon. No the fan broke on our AC. So now it is hot in here. There is no AC running. And then I walk out to take my kiddo to camp because it's his first day at camp this week. And uh, I, I like look at my husband's truck and I was like, it's kind of looking a little lopsided there. Like, so I, I like look closer. He has a flat tire. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Ashley, did you AC. pray for patience recently? Is this what's going on? Did you say that prayer? Because like so, you gotta be I careful. <laughs> I know. True. So AC guy can't come out until tomorrow morning. Tire Ooh. can't get new, you know, we can't get new tires until Wednesday. I mean, it's just oh Girl, and, and wait, wait. you have a beautiful, healthy glow about you right now. It's sweat, <laughs> you know. Um dewy Texas-y sweat um but what is funny because two literally the day before and for the previous week our barn was flooding because whoever did the plumbing in the barn I guess or when the storm hit in Texas over the winter it cracked a spot in our pipe and so we kept having water running out we're like we're just gonna not worry about it it's just a little trickle well it kind of got into a big puddle and then like this week, this past week, it was just like flooding our barn, which has all of our stuff in it. So my husband's like, I need to do something. So he was doing that to where all day, all day, all day Saturday, he was fixing the plumbing to the barns, shower, and um, the AC in there, because both of them were leaking water into where we store all of our stuff. So um, if you guys would like to send me a gift card for a vacation, yeah. I will take that. <laughs> I was going to say, and you're still here. You haven't run I'm away. Still here. I know. You're smiling. So yeah, when I was thinking about this uh, topic today, I was like, man, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> if this is a, 
if this is coincidence or what. And then I almost got ready. And I was like, you know what? Because I've been working on cleaning everything today and I'm sweaty. I was like, you know what? For, for the truth of this specific episode, I'm just going to yeah. show up how it is. And um, heck yeah, yeah. girl. <laughs> okay, you definitely win the prize for being in the messiest middle of motherhood tonight. Yes. Friend. <laughs> yeah, literally. You know, yes. I'm so glad you that you showed up and, and shared that story, though. That's so relatable, Ashley. It's so relatable. And that's why we're here, because we're real life mamas who are mm-hmm. really in the messy middle, just like everybody mm-hmm. tuning in. I mean, that's where we're at. Girls, let's Definitely. talk about how can we know that God actually sees us and that he's mm-hmm. with us as we're walking through the messy middle of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Who wants to just jump in and share? I think for me, that just comes out in like believing that he's there for me and he cares for me in all aspects of my life, right? Like big and small and what might seem mundane or maybe too big. Um, I think just having that like deep belief that he is like my dad, like my, my big dad, that's what my kids call him, our, their big dad. Like I truly love to think of God that way because it just kind of, it shifts my mind of like, you know, my own dad and how much he loves me. And then how much even more that God, my big dad loves me. So um, that's like the one thing that comes to mind for me. And it's not based on my circumstances, like where I'm at or what's going on in my life. Um, He's always there. He always cares and holding on to the truths of the Bible um, that he, that says I am loved. I am adopted into his family. I am his child. So kind of, uh, that for me, yeah, I love that. that always, I love yeah. that knowing in our heart that before we're a mom, that we're a beloved mm-hmm. kingdom daughter first yeah. and foremost. So good. Oh, so good. Yes. Yeah. I like to look at it as kind of my view looking back. I find that I have a lot of awareness when I look back and celebrate what God has done. Cause you know, for me, a lot of times being in the middle sometimes is the kind of the icky sticky, maybe I am not as clear on really what's going on because it feels like the middle, you know, I haven't been able to completely walk through it. So for me, I can look back and remember and celebrate and see what he's done and, and, and see from a, like a higher view of like, Oh, okay. I saw where he maneuvered this situation or how he allowed this to take place in my children's lives or in my life. And, you know, even recently, um, it's funny, Ashley, one of the things that jumped out to me that you were saying out of all that was that the boys were like, duh, what's going on? You know, like, that's new to me. I don't know, you know, I haven't shared a ton of this and we just kind of connected, but I adopted my son. And when he was five, I was like, girl, mom all day. Like I know how to do that. And then all of a sudden this little alien showed up (laughs) (laughs) and it's like, I have really been, it's been very sticky maneuvering that and learning and just really even having awareness in this past year of like, Oh, like, I have to be a little different. Like being a mom to a boy is different than being a mom to a girl and how we, we really raise them up and show them things. So it's cool how I see God in the middle of it too, when he shows me things, 
you know, when he, when he connects me with other women with boys or somebody brings up a situation and I, and I hear something that I'm going through and I'm like, Oh, thank you, Lord. Cause that's just a confirmation again, that I'm not, <laughs> I'm not alone. Right. That's good. Yeah. I can help give you all kinds of confirmation. Boy, mom here. So for me, and I like that you said that too, Michelle, because um, I think when I am thinking of just recently, the things that I have been learning about just how God is there for me in the midst of all of this. And granted my son's seven and my daughter is just 10 months, but um, I did not have a good adjustment into parenthood. And I really struggle looking back at my son's like, early infant ages. And I feel like a deep sense of loss, you know, like mm -hmm. I can't, can't not get emotional here. Um, I, <laughs> I can't go back. Like I can't go back and enjoy that time ever again. Um, uh, sorry, <laughs> but like the beauty of it is like, and this is where I don't know how people parent without faith <laughs> because God can come down and say like, Hey, like, he's mine first, right? Like you're, you're like my, like I'm his daughter and my son was his first, like he's entrusted me to take care of him. And, um, overall, like if I can't forgive myself when my own God, the creator loves me and tells me that my sins are covered, that I can be forgiven by him, but I can't forgive myself for my past. Right. Like, that's such a beautiful message for me. Cause like, I don't know how people parent without it. Like, I don't, I would just be like guilt ridden all day long. So for him to just show up and say like, Hey girl, you did what you could. And he's a great kid and you are a great mom. And, um, just to really, it's just such a like huge message of having grace for yourself because it's really not honoring God. Just, just beat yourself down. Right. For your, especially your past. Mm, that's so good, Katie. Yeah, I agree. I, I can definitely relate to that and just being like a really impatient mom. And I think becoming a mom shows you how selfish you are. At least that was for me. And I still struggle with that all the time with like, you know, putting their needs above my own a lot of the time, most of the time as we do as moms. And it just, it shows you a different side of you but then you can also just rest in that grace and, and grow in that way too. So it's, it's beautiful and, and hard all at once. I love that so much. Oh my gosh. That's like the perfect segue into this story that I wanted to share with you guys a while back. My husband had been out of town for a week. And so I was home with the three kiddos and we're like, I've shared, we're building a barn dough, just like Ashley, we're living with my parents and all this stuff. So it's, you know, me, my mom and stepdad and my three kids and my husband's out of town and I'm like frazzled. I'm exhausted. I'm at my wits end. Right. And I'm tucking them all into bed. They'd been arguing all evening. I'm tucking everybody into bed. I go into the bathroom and boy, mom over here, my little guys <clears throat> had tinkled, sprinkled <laughs> on the seat and not wiped it off. Right. So I grabbed the toilet paper and I'm like grumbling and wiping off mm -hmm. the toilet seat. And I'm so like, angry and frustrated and on the verge of tears and just at my wits end. And the Lord whispers to my heart. He says, Katie, I see you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to be seen. 
<laughs> like a little brat, like a little bratty kid myself. I'm like, I don't want to be seen. I'm like, I just want to rest. Mm. And he goes, you are my beloved daughter. Rest in me. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at myself in the mirror and it's like, I looked deep in my own eyes and it's like, I could just feel God's arms around me in that moment. It's like, he's like, I got you. Like, you cannot do this motherhood thing without me. And I'm, I'm here to help you do this. Mm -hmm. Isn't it so good to know, like where we lack, he doesn't, right? So like whatever we don't, can't provide, didn't do right. Like that is what he is there for. He's like, I am building a relationship with your kids and this is how I'm going to reach them. Like, is because you know, there was that space, you gave me that opportunity. And, um, if we only let him in, you know, like let him do his thing, right? Like some of the baggage that or the weight that we try to carry, isn't our burden to bear. We're like trying to do all the things perfectly and trying to show up perfectly. And we can't, and like, sometimes we just need to be like, Jesus, take the wheel, right? Like, yes. Yes. And so, and, and like, I think one thing in this season that I've learned is, is man, I like to have control and I'm struggling with that right now because we're, we are, like you said, building a barn dough and then we're, we're in this RV and it's hot and (laughs) all the things it's messy. And, um, I'm learning right now not to let the enemy tell me lies or make me believe lies or be blinded by the mess in the moment, but to step back and see all his blessings in this journey see how he showed up for me in this journey, see what he's doing to my family in this journey. Like we have been through so much in just from January when we moved into this RV till now. And when I look back, it's like, Oh, like during the storm, it could have been so much worse. Like everything was frozen. We had no heat. We had no water. We had like our, our barn was literally had a jug of water in it. That was ice. So, you know, and then we had a place that was warm to stay. like, you know, um, just looking back through it all, like, yes, it was messy, but like, we're working through it together as a family. He's showing up. So sometimes when you're in motherhood, right, it's, it's those seasons where you're just like, gosh, like, can I catch a break? Like it's this after this, after this, after this. But then when you step back, you take a breath and you step back and you're like, but look at, look at where I was or look, you know, even a week before a month before whatever, look at where I was, look at like, let's look at the whole journey here and not be defined in that moment of yelling or impatience or mess or what have you and look back and step back and be like, no, like he, he made me perfectly for these kids to show up in the right way. Um, as best as I can to show that I'm not perfect to show that I failed to ask for forgiveness, all these things. Right. And I, so I think that we can find such comfort in that. And, um, and if we truly start to practice that, then it's easier to, to, um, you know, let him take the wheel a little bit more, give yourself more grace. And, um, then you're able to laugh at the situations instead of (laughs) lose your mind in the the situation such as now. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's like what Michelle was saying, being able to look back, you know, Mm -hmm. it's different, different eyes than being right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard too. I think about looking forward, just think about like even five years from now, when you're, when your boys talk about this, it's going to be like, y'all remember this, this cool, yeah. like RV experience, like that's what they'll remember. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that you're so aware of it now. Um, obviously with God's help that he's there so that you don't make this experience 
full of stress and full of, you know, the memories, even for you, where you look back and go, oh, you know, I really just didn't show up as the mom I wanted to show up as, but Mm -hmm. you've really, you've really stepped into that, which is so cool. Cause I've actually heard of someone recently that, that happened to be remodeling their house during Mm -hmm. COVID and they all ended up in a RV, you know, and for her, you know, her perspective, there was like a lot of the things that were very stressful and things that came Mm -hmm. up. But then when her kids remembered and they're like, yeah, that was so cool. I loved how we like cooked (laughs) outside or did, you know, ate around the fire pit, you know, whatever we could. So it's cool that you're, you're able to share that experience. And I know your boys are going to remember. It's going to be cool. That is so good. So good. He, you know, he sees us and he shows up and he speaks to us and For me, he, sometimes the Lord speaks to me through my kids. Sometimes Mm. it's like through me speaking to my kids and God is like, you too, baby girl, you too. Mm. When I'm sharing things with them, you know, he's like, you too, this is for you too. But other times he actually speaks to me through my kids. And I remember this one time, my youngest Canyon, he is my firecracker. We call him grand Canyon, right? Mm. I remember this one time he was so upset about something and he stood there just crying like feet away from me. I was sitting on the couch and I was opening up my arms wide to embrace him. Like, come here, let me comfort you. Let me make it better. And he stood just feet away from me, just crying and weeping and totally stubbornly refusing to take just one step forward into my arms. And God was like, Katie, this is you sometimes. He's like, here I am, your Abba father, your Abba daddy. I'm, I'm here with my arms open wide and you are standing there stubbornly crying, refusing to take that one step forward for me to hold you and to make everything okay. Do you guys ever feel that? Does God ever speak to you through your kids like that? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, sometimes that's things we don't like, right? <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Like, I mean, my son is such a mirror to me, like Mm. any little, and this is an awareness too, that like, has just even recently come to me as far as just like, I'm, I'm a coach for a reason. I like fixing people. (laughs) Like, I like helping people fix their lives. Like, and it's, and that's like, control is like, ding, 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 right? Mm. Like, I want to be in control of all of it. And so when my son and when my son doesn't have control, he loses his mind. Or if mm. I feel like he's behaving in a way that doesn't represent my level of control, right? Like, it lights me up, like in a bad way. I'm like, oh, no, like, this is not good. And this is such a good reminder of like, hey, um, it's okay, because I'm not supposed to be in control of my life. Like God is in control of my life. And like, I can just find a tremendous amount of peace in that. Right. Like, but that's, I am so grateful for the challenges. Like that if you can really like look at it when I look at my son and he's acting like just losing his mind, refusing my love, refusing my affection, even if I'm trying to be there in this hard spot for him. And I can think just like that, Katie. I'm like, yeah, I totally do the same thing. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want your love. I don't want your affection right now. I just want to be mad. Like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And so I absolutely can feel that, but it's just such a deep level conviction because it's Mm -hmm. coming from your kids and you're like, oh my gosh, this is how God feels about me. Like, like, this is probably how he feels about me. And yet he forgives me every single day. Like, that right there is like, who am I to hold on to any kind of resentment or grudge in anybody's lives, right? Like it's, 
yeah, it's crazy awesome. It's like a whole yourself that. It's a whole different perspective when we think about the way that God loves us loving our kids like that. Like using yeah. his model as a parent to love our kids. Isn't that kind of mind blowing? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally what I think sometimes. Like when I'm treating my kids a certain way, I think of that. Like, would would God treat me this way or how would it feel if God was treating me this way? And it's such a like powerful, just reality check conviction. You know, like you said, Katie, like, wow, that is not how God would want me to treat my child. And and that's his child too. So mm. That just made me think, Ryan, and this is, this is perfect to go into what we want to talk about last, but just thinking about how God as our father desires deeply to spend time with us, his children mm-hmm. and our children were so busy today. Our children though, deeply desire to spend time with us, mm-hmm. the parent, you see like this conflict of interest. That's so good. Yeah. It's like kind of mind blowing. I learned this tip from a dear friend of mine recently, fairly recently, and I've been doing it with my kids and it's kind of like shocking. It's just kind of shocking. This is what she said. She said, set a 10 minute timer and intentionally spend 10 minutes one-on-one with each of your kids. And I was like, 10 minutes, get out of here. Like 10 minutes. I got to thinking about it. And I was like, when was the last time I spent 10 minutes intentionally spending one-on-one time with my kids. And so I started doing this several months back and it's like, they love it. It fills their bucket. I set a 10 minute timer and I sit down with each kid one-on-one and I say, anything you want to do, let's do it. What do you want to do, buddy? You get to choose, right? Whether we look through a book or just sit and cuddle or play a game of cards, 10 minutes, you've got my full attention. My phone's in the other room. Work is shut off, right? Daddy's doing whatever he's doing. It's just you and me, buddy. And it's like, change the game. They're a whole different kid after just 10 minutes together. And so I want to talk about how can we find or make more time to grow in our relationship with God and, or in our relationship with our kids amongst the busyness of mom life. And I think this 10 minute timer is, is a great way to start with our kids and spending that intentional time with God. Start with just 10 minutes of intentional time. What do you girls got on that? Yeah, I no, I agree. Go ahead. Ashley. Go ahead, Ryan. No, go, go, go. <laughs> no, I was, I was just going to say. <laughs> Everybody wants to weigh in. I want to hear. Oh, yeah, Give I me know. all the tips. Give us all the tips. <laughs> well, I was just going to say a, a couple of things, but like, we think that we have to spend this grand amount of time, right? We need to spend mm-hmm. like an hour with each kid every day or two hours with God in the morning. But the alternative is nothing. So why would, why do we have to go so big? Why can't we start small? Why don't we start small? Even 10 minutes is so hard. Sometimes I'm going to be really honest. I I've, I've tried to do this with my kids. I haven't made it stick, but even giving them like 10 minutes of un or of intentional uninterrupted time can be so hard for me. And that is sad. Like that is such a heart check for me. Like why, why should that be so hard that I can't put my phone away or that I have my phone there and I'm checking it or I'm bored and I'm like, I don't want to play this. Um, So I try, I personally will try to like, we think of things that we like to do together because I want to be engaged with them, but I also like, I don't want to play dinosaurs or, you know what I mean? So I want to do things that they like, but also that I can be like fully engaged with them. And I'm not saying like, I wouldn't do those things with them, but um, 
we, we try to make it like too big when, if we started small, we could work up to that. But with our kids, it's like, it, it does make such a difference. We don't have an hour to spend with each of our kids every single day, but that those 10 minutes where it's like just you and them are so precious. And one day we'll look back and just be so grateful that we did it. Mm-hmm. And then what I was going to say about spending time with God is we have to treat it like a relationship, right? We have to, it is a relationship. It, we, it, it's our relationship with our dad. We're talking to him. He's talking back to us. That's the point of it is if, if you want any relationship to thrive, your relationship with your kids, your marriage, um, friendships, you spend time with that person. So it's, it's so important. And again, even if it is 10 minutes and you can, your God's always with you. You can spend time with him all day long. You do, you get to, if you just talk to him throughout your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I awesome. want to piggyback off of that because I think that, um, what I struggle with the most was trying to show up, you know, I would follow somebody or see how somebody else was nailing it like this five minute, 10 minute time in with your kiddos and then feel like, Oh, I should be doing that. But that may not be, fitting for this season of motherhood for me and to not box myself into what I think it should look like for me to engage with my kids and be like, okay, how can I best show up for my family in this season and not constantly keep trying this thing because I, somebody else is doing it and you know, it's working for me or or for them or whatever. And so, and then, but I'm trying and it doesn't fit me or my season. And then I keep feeling that sense of failure or that sense of shame or guilt, you know, and, and maybe, in your season, it means like you guys jam every morning in the car to worship music and you read a scripture and you talk about it or, you know, on the way to school, or maybe it looks like, you know, something totally different. You guys going for a walk and just talking about how God is showing up around you in your neighborhood or whatever. Like, I think that we have to give ourselves some slack about what it should look like, um, you know, to engage with our kiddos and then also give ourselves freedom of like, we don't have to play the things that they want to play. Like, the, bit, the best advice I got in that area is, hey, when you do have quality time with your kiddos to know that like, hey, I, w- I like to play card games, not board games, or I like to play or read or whatever is to say, hey, like out of these three things that you like to do that you find joy in, because it's no fun if you're like kind of half in, right? Like they want to play dinosaurs or pretend and you don't really want to. So you're just like, nah, like it's hard for you to connect, right? So if you pick things that you enjoy that you know that they might also enjoy, but you specifically enjoy and say, hey, like out of these three things, what what sounds fun to you to do? You know, like, and, and then maybe sometimes you go, hey, I want you to, I want to pick something that you like to do and you could step out of your comfort zone then or whatever. But um, if you're not having fun, then it's hard to connect with them, um, you know, in that way. And so I, I feel like just saying that, putting that out there because I felt so much guilt on showing up in certain ways that I would see people online doing or, you know, my friend who I, thought was awesome mom and I'm like that's so great I want to try that and then I kept trying and trying and trying and trying to make this square fit in my circle whole and it wouldn't and then I kept feeling like something was wrong with me you know like something and God's like hey like you're not that mom like you need to show up this like in the best way that you can show up for your kids not in the best way that she's showing up for her kids because those are her kids not your kids right so um and then sometimes it does work out, right? Sometimes we can take somebody's idea and, and do the right thing or, you know, make that fit to our family. So, um, yeah, not getting caught up. I used to think that doing specific Bible study away, memorizing scripture, um, you know, or, you know, what have you. But I feel like when you 
are connecting with God and you feel like you're connecting with God, then that is good enough, right? Like, um, and not to shame yourself about how it is happening. And, and yes, we should always be growing and, you know, what, and trying to put that as a priority, um, but not to put ourselves in, what is it like a peg hole? Is that what it's called? Put a square in a peg like hole. A yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to jump in here because I think I'm, I think I'm in a little different space than a lot of you. And I'd love to touch on that because there's listeners of kids in all ages. So my mm-hmm. son just turned 11 today and my daughter will be 12 in September. And then I have a teenager, almost 17. So it's very different now too. And what I have noticed is, and it's so cool. And this is where I can really connect with my girls is, um, they are getting much better now of telling me what they like or having really intentional conversations. So I've noticed with us now, I have just needed to be more intentional and being a better listener to them now that they're getting older and not trying to fix it. Right. Because we want to just, we hear what's going on and we're like, okay, well, you know, especially when coachy mom comes out, right. Well, have you tried, <laughs> have you tried this or have you tried that? And my teenager was so awesome about, this was like three months ago and we were talking about something that was happening. She said, mom, you know, sometimes I just want to talk to you and I really just don't want you to help and give me advice. I just really want you to listen. And it was so awesome because that right there, I could celebrate because she was speaking up for what she needed, you know? And so what I've been, my goal has been, it's just really when I'm with them in that moment is to really be with them. Because I know for me, if I was sitting down with my son to play Pokemon, I would not be there (laughs) because that's not something, you know, that's not me. So I I, I love the idea of like, hey, let's throw out some other ideas. But then I really like the idea of too, now that they are older. And if there's anyone listening with older kids, like being super curious about their life and what's going on and, you know, what they're thinking about and what they're dreaming about and what ideas, you know, now that I have a teenager, she's exploring college and what career she might want to do. And it's just fun to hear her dream. And I think the best thing I can do is just be there and listen. And then for me, as far as the relationship with, with God, it's kind of the same. I mean, I'm really just working on daily connecting with him. I do that in the morning first thing, cause I've created that routine and I love it. It's very simple, nothing fancy. You know, that's one of the things you hear a lot of times too, Ashley. Like I was always like, you know, this dude's over here saying 20 minutes in the morning. Uh-uh. Yeah. Why, first of all, why am I listening to a dude? And, you know, <laughs> I don't have 20 minutes, but I have enough time to read a little devotional, you know, pray, do some gratitude. But then honestly, I talk to him all the all the time like all day like you know that's the thing is when you're when you're coming and when you're going and and just having those conversations with him because that's when I really begin to um just learn to discern his voice and learn to hear from him and you know that's a lot of times through worship for me like I love worship music and just praising him and that's when I get a lot of my I call them downloads, you know, of the creativity or who I need to connect with, you know, he'll put people on my heart. So for me as a mom, you know, even though that I feel like I have a really cool space now with my kids being older, the goal for us, I think is just to to make it work for whatever season you're in and don't try to put 
a square peg in a round hole. Like don't, <laughs> don't try to do what somebody else is doing because it looks cool. So good. Find your own way. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, um, I think as far as like where I was and where I am now, when it comes to spending time with God uh, and my pastor was, you know, giving a sermon on, um, can't know someone you don't spend time with. And I think, um, with the best of intentions, right? Like we say our prayers and we have this, like, well, I just organically talked with him. Like it's going to happen when it's going to happen. And I think even in like, and of course I got to go here, even in marriage that happens, right? Like when we just have this or any relationship that happens when you're not intentional, mm-hmm. right? Like when you're not intentionally seeking God. Um, so for me, like I did have to say like every single morning, like I'm going to commit to at least reading my Bible verse and saying a prayer before I do anything else. Right. And like, that was just my way of intentionally getting that time with him. And then it was like, okay, how else am I going to be talking with him throughout the day? Like, where can I fit this in? Um, because it just gets easy to be like, yeah, I, I do have the wheel Jesus. I'm doing my thing. Right. I'm so self-sufficient. I'm comfortable, you know, and so I have to be intentional about that practice, even if I don't feel like it, right, because that is what I need. And that is what the enemy can come in and say, like, you don't need that, you don't have time for that, right? Like, you, you got stuff you got to do. You're like your kids crying. You gotta like, I'm not saying neglect your kids. Let me just put that caveat. <laughs> but like it, we do, I think the practice of intentionality is what is key here, right? Like whether it's your kids or time with God. And to your point, Ashley, like, I, I think you're right. Like you do have to figure out what works for you. Like, and um, like, even when I, I say like schedule a date night with your husband or whatever that looks like, it's not to shame yourself when things come up and you can't make it. It's like, move it like adjust it. Like Mm -hmm. it's not about shame and beating yourself down. So for me, it was just a matter of like, okay, if I didn't get it done that morning, when else am I going to commit to making sure that I do it? Cause it's not just something that we can dismiss. It Mm -hmm. has to be important in our life because if we lose sight of God, we're crappy parents or crappy wives. Like, yes. And and that's, that's, I think the biggest (laughs) thing for me. Yeah, I totally agree. I think prioritizing it, making it a top priority in our life. And I love that you girls talked about just talking with the Lord all day long, like whatever moment we're in, whatever emotion we're feeling, we can come to him angry, frustrated, you know, elated, excited, happy, confused, scared, all the things and just come to him. Like he's our dad because that's what he is, you know? I love that. And I, I love too, Michelle, that you talked about listening and being a good listener. That really resonates with me because my daughter is actually going to be 13 in just a couple of weeks. And we're always very intentional at bedtime about spending a big chunk of time with each kiddo as we're tucking them in. And they just, they just absolutely love it. And one time I asked my little girl, you know, I said, Chloe, why, what is so much that you love so much about this bedtime routine that we have? And she said, mama, it's just that you listen to me. She said, you just lay beside me and you listen to me. And just like you were saying, we could do that with our kids. And we can also do that with the Lord, just being still and silent and not even having to say anything back, but just getting in this space of quiet and then listening for how he wants to speak to our heart. That's so good. Well, girls, it has been an incredible conversation tonight. I'm going to wrap this up with a prayer and then we're going to let all these mamas get back to their messy middle with God by their (laughs) side. All right, let's do it. Let's pray. I don't want to (laughs) know. 
God sees you, sister. He is I with know. you in the best, yeah. right? All right. Father-, <laughs> <laughs> Father God, we just thank you so much, God, for this opportunity, for this sisterhood, Lord, that you have brought together. God, thank you for every mama who's tuned in today or tonight, God, that's listening and that's just seeking you, Lord, in the messy middle of motherhood. God, we cannot do this alone. We can't do this without you. Lord, hear the cry of our heart and know how dependent we are on you, Father God. Know how much we love you, how much we need you. God, how much we crave you. We want to hear from you. God, we want to spend time with you. Convict our hearts. Keep our hearts soft, Lord. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to obey. God, your way, the path that you have laid out for us. God, the path that is good and pure and true, that good future that you have for us. God, at the end of each and every day, we want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Lord, we want to hear you say, well done, mama. I am with you. I see you. I've got you. God, we love you. And we thank you for each and every moment, each and every child that we've been entrusted with. Father, thank you for the gift that is the messy middle of motherhood. In Jesus' name, we ask and receive. Amen. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.